0: little bag of puke. Neg, 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 neg. but unlike some people, I have a heart. God damn
1: it. you're listening to the dirtiest Motherfucker in Texas
0: let me clear my throat on fat guy loves cake what up <laughs> welcome to fat guy loves cake good Wednesday morning to you, halfway through the week. I am feeling great. I am excited. It's Tuesday late for me, but by the time my sweet voice hits your ears, it's going to be Wednesday morning. I hope I hope that if you have to go to work today, you are choosing to listen to me, or, or maybe if you're at the gym, Aaron, look in the mirror. You're fat. Fucking give it up. You're ugly. You can suck it in all you want. Eventually, you're going to have posture problems. So yeah, I have all but like given up on my diet. I know it's not like uh, any of my listeners were really like, Cheering me on, but you never know, maybe, maybe people could get behind it. I don't know, I think I have to kind of decide like do I ever want to have sex again, or am I okay with being a fat fuck who just you know is content being a male spinster who owns a lot of cats it's It's tough, it is a tough call. I mean, I like sex, I think it's fun i I remember liking it a long time ago, but I love my little kitty cats too. And I love food. You know, like fucking... It's like I have two personalities, you know? Like, one is dedicated and is, you know, inside of me saying, man, come on. Like, you can look better and you can eat better. And then the other one, the other side of me, like the one that ate the other one, he's on Amazon ordering peanut butter bars. I bought a... It, it came like a candy dispenser. It's those old-school peanut butter bars, you know, that are wrapped in little twisty wraps. They're called... um I don't know, they're called, they're called peanut butter bars, made by some company. You, you used to always get them at Halloween. Anyway, they're fucking amazing. And I ordered like five pounds of this shit, and I didn't really think that was that much, but once you actually are holding five pounds of peanut butter bars, you realize just how much five pounds of peanut butter bars is. So I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I don't care. Huge uptake in the listening department. I've got my Spotify uh, crowd slowly growing, but growing. YouTube really growing. And I'm starting to get messages from multiple people on my fatguylovescake at yahoo.com email. People just sending me support, saying what's up, and oh, that was funny, and this was funny, and I my... Uh, Kai emailed me and said, oh, I let my daughter listen to uh, your show, and, and she laughed so hard, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope your daughter is an adult. I don't want to be like Socrates and be accused of corrupting children. Oh, my God, he just compared himself to Socrates. Socrates. So, yeah, I'm amped. I'm amped. I don't know why. It's been a good week, you know, so far. It's been cold for Texas. Oh, I want to give a shout-out real quick to my homegirl, Markeisha. I know she's listening. She is a dedicated listener, beautiful sister, also living on the Dirty Third. What up? From the whitest guy in Texas. (laughs) Oh, so what do we have for you today? So I've got a very special interview with Aaron. You may all remember Aaron from a previous episode where I explained how in high school he attempted to murder me with his car. If you haven't heard the story, you can go back and listen to it. Now, it's one of the like first 5 that I ever did, maybe the 4th, 5th, 6th episode. Uh, I'm uh, harmlessly, ha- you know, just looking out of the car and Aaron shoves me out of the car and drags me for a mile and uh, he claims it's like nothing like that. And I claim that he's a fucking liar. And so I thought I'd give him a chance to actually come on the show and tell his side of the story. And so, yeah, here he is. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get it going. This is my very old, one of the best friends I've ever had in my life that I've known since we were eight. Fucking eight years old you say that about any of your friends? So let's go ahead and get Aaron on the uh, phone here. Hold on, I've got a call. I'm got a, It's dialing right now. It's ringing. Okay, Aaron. Aaron's here. Okay. Hey, Aaron, you are on Fat Guy Loves Cake. It is so good to finally get you on here. I know a lot of people have been wanting to hear your version of the story. How are you? Thank you for having me. I know you have a busy schedule, so I really appreciate the interview.
1: Yes, I am very busy being a major chode and fucking inflatable arm floaties. Uh, arm floaties? Yes, like the ones you put on your arms when you go swimming. I think they are called water wings. I lube them up real good and give them the old oijudi oijudi gaahah splat.
0: Wonderful. So back in the early 90s, when we was just kids, I was hanging out of your car window and then fell out and was dragged. Can you tell us exactly what happened in your own words? I
1: would love to. We were driving along one day just hanging out like usual. I asked you to lean out the window and look at the back tire and see if it looked flat. When you leaned out the window I jerked the wheel as hard as I could and you fell out and your feet stuck into the roof. I dragged you for about a mile before you finally pulled yourself out and rolled over and over again, hitting your head pretty bad. I decided maybe now I should stop, so I waited for you to finally get up and drag yourself up the road where I had parked and was playing with myself.
0: Hmm. Not very cool, Aaron. And why would you do such a horrible thing to your best friend? Most likely because I was jealous of how
1: much bigger your penis is than mine, and how you were always getting the hottest girls, and I was always alone, and having sex with fruit I warmed up in the microwave. Also I struggle with a lot of internal rage because I am in denial that I am a huge homosexual and like to put odd shaped things in my butt.
0: Sounds about right.
1: Yep. I love cock. Love gargling balls in my mouth. um Glarblimumgub glub glub slurp. You've
0: made your point.
1: I'm not sure I have. I really need to speak in detail about my envy of you because you're so awesome. Your penis is why gay cavemen drew on walls. I want you to turn me into a conehead. I want to gargle your balls so bad and stick your-
0: Okay, okay, yeah, that's enough, thank you. You've seriously made your point, so wrap it up.
1: Hi, Aaron being a terrible friend and a liar and a homosexual, tried to murder the greatest human being ever. Although I did not succeed, I was able to take a lot of skin from his hands and both butt cheeks, resulting in a missed year of academia. Not that you needed it, because you are the smartest man ever.
0: You heard it straight from the man himself, cold-blooded killer. Thanks for stopping by on the show, buddy. We look forward to hearing from you again.
1: Yes, thank you, Joey. I am now going to punch myself in the nuts and sit naked on a block of ice. Not necessary. I love cock. I love it. Please fill all of my holes. My thirst for men is insatiable.
0: Okay, so there you go. You heard it from the man himself, Aaron. Retelling the story in his own words. Even worse than when I told it. Tried to kill me. Dragged me. He's a murderer. He's a murderer. He's a fruit rapist. He is a menace to society. He is a menace to people's eyes that have to look at all of the fat on his body that he pretends is muscle. I'm just kidding. I love you, Aaron, so much. You are very near and dear to me. So, um, yeah. Hello. Hope you didn't thought of another great story. It came to me earlier today, and now I must share it with you. This is going to be one of those stories in a long line of... Kids, this is why you shouldn't drink. So in my younger days, I used to sport a sag. Went over to school, I carried lunch in a bag with an apple for my teacher because I knew I'd get a kiss. Back when I lived in Dallas, I was pretty routine. It was like work, hockey at night, and then hit the bar until closing time, and then do it all over again. I had... Like, just an infinite amount of energy, and I could do this seven days a week. I had, at this time in my life, I had literally just separated from my wife, and I would moved in with a friend of mine named Chip, who lived out in a place called Forney. If you're not from Texas, you probably have never heard of Forney. Even if you are from Texas, you've probably never heard of Forney. It's about 45 minutes in some direction away from Dallas, Texas. It's nice, it's pretty, but it's in the sticks. So that was a pretty long drive that I had to make after a whole night of boozing. You know, that was 45 minutes. And this was back when my alcohol tolerance was really, really low. So I was getting just pissed. I do not advocate drunk driving. I am just owning it because we all make mistakes. Especially when you're 21 and you think that you are fucking invincible. And some people learn the hard way that you're not. I was fortunate enough to where I never had any accidents, I never hurt anyone, but believe me, I very easily could have. Drunk driving is not fucking cool, it's not fucking funny. What's funny about this story, I'm going to tell you. Around this time in my life, after turning 21 and discovering alcohol, I started doing things in my sleep. Things like I had no control over, you know, sleep, I don't want to call it sleepwalking so much It's just doing things in my sleep like urinating for one, a lot, Uh, not in my bed. I didn't piss myself. I would get up and I would piss in things. Like uh, once I pissed in the litter box and once uh, I pissed in my friend's closet, I just like slid the door open and pissed. I don't remember doing it. He told me I did it. Uh, I used to piss in the crisper all the time. You know, little drawer that you put your lettuce in in the refrigerator. I had a, the worst habit of getting drunk, going to sleep, and then whizzing in the crisper. I also had now oh, this is something I knew this was a problem. I knew that I had a problem, but I just didn't know that there was an actual name for it. I don't. I, I don't have it on hand, and I'm not going to look it up. But I have a disorder when I drink that I grab the that I grab the closest thing to me person, whatever, and I try to you know get randy with it. Them, him, her. It's been a him, it's been a her. <laughs> Some of my guy friends have learned the hard way. So, I came home after an especially long night at a place called Rackham Billiards down in Lower Greenville. They used to serve these chalices of Shiner or Ziegenbach, something for a buck. I mean, it was like 24 ounces of ice-cold Bach. Unlimited all night. And we everybody was always there. They did this like three nights a week. Place was insane. So I got skunked, and I drove back to Fortney one night. And I was staying in, you know, like I said, at my friend Chip's house in his guest bedroom. And in the guest bedroom, he had his golf clubs. Well, I woke up the next morning feeling you know, like I usually did, you know, like I was recovering, but still energetic. So I woke up the next morning, and I am butt-ass naked in bed, with my legs wrapped around Chip's golf clubs. Okay, I'm on my back. I've got the golf clubs. My legs are wrapped around, my legs and arms, completely wrapped around the golf clubs. And I'm just like, what is going on? I I replace the golf clubs in their corner, get dressed, go out into the kitchen, and I go to Chip, and I say, Chip! Do you know anything about the golf club stayed in the rope? Have the filth flurrin, filth flurrin, but it's not a very good Bill Cosby. I said, Chip and uh I said, yeah, that's that's real fucking funny, man, you know, putting the, putting me naked with the golf gloves and he looked at me like I had lost my mind, which he should have, because he didn't know what I was talking about. I thought there was no way know-how that I had gotten... I never slept naked. I still have never slept naked in my life. Here I am, butt naked, humping golf clubs. I said, shit, dude. And he goes, dude, I don't... He said, what... Hold on. What are you talking about? I said, man, I woke up... And then I'm starting to think, like, should I even tell this story? Like, do I even want to... Do I want to own up to this? Because if he didn't do this, now he's going to know I fucked his clubs. So I, I just, I go ahead and I tell him, I said, oh, look, man, I woke up and, you know, me and the golf clubs, intimacy, you know, I had wood, the golf club had wood. <laughs> Chip said, dude, I don't know. He said, is this like, is there a punchline? I don't know what you're talking about. Is this a joke on me? I said, no, man, no joke. I really woke up like that. He goes, well, I don't know what to tell you. And I mean, that's it. So I did that in my sleep. It was the one and only time that I did that. The next night, after chalice night, it was $1 bottles night at the same bar. And I went out with every intention of taking home some slutty girl and driving her back to Forney and, you know, playing Scrabble or Mad Libs or whatever. And I did not find a girl that night. I did not get lucky. I did not... Charm anyone, and I drove home alone. I had a Jeep back then. Well, I mean, I had it was a Geo Tracker, shaped like a Jeep. So I drive. I take the forty-five minute drive home, and I'm, you know, I'm drunk. I'm still wide awake, and I am a little harnay. So I get home. It's two thirty in the morning. I get home, and I start looking through the yellow pages. The, this is a <laughs> For you millennials, that, that's a phone book. This is back when like cell phones were just becoming a thing. I had a cell No, I did not have a cell phone at the time. I had a cell phone not long after that incident. But I went home and I used Chip's landline. And I, I got the yellow pages and I looked up a 24-hour adult store. I got it in my head. I had just gotten my income tax and I had like $3,000 in cash on me. And I, I thought, you know what, man? I'm single, and well, I don't care. I, I, I start flipping through, the, I'm flipping through the yellow pages, right? And I find a 24-hour porn store. It's Dallas. It's fucking Dallas. Of course there's a 24-hour porno toy sex adult store. And I call them. And I, I call them at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I say, hey, you, you're, really, you're 24 hours. Said, yeah, we are. Said, okay, look. I said, I don't want you to laugh. And and the guy was so unfazed, right? I said, I don't want you to laugh. I'm going to ask you a serious question, and I don't want you making fun of me. He said, yeah, go ahead. Do you have blow-up dolls? He said, yeah, of course. We have a whole assortment. Just like, you know, he's talking to me like he's making a business deal. He could be selling me fucking aluminum siding for the house. We have all different array of colors and sizes to match your needs. And, you know, we have a lovely... Uh, array of colors of vagina. Everything from dark chocolate to (laughs) the pinkest of pink for your blow-up vaginal pleasure, sir. And I'm like, okay, killer! I'm on my way. got in my Jeep, and I drove like fucking a hundred miles in the opposite direction. And then I woke up at a massive fucking massive gas station for truckers. I am literally the only car amongst hundreds of fucking rigs. I'm parked at a gas pump with the car running, sleeping with the seat down. There's pickup trucks getting gas all around me. People are walking by looking in. I probably looked like I was dead. I cannot believe that no one called the law. And that was like 7 o'clock in the morning, so I slept with my car on at a gas pump for three hours, and I just kind of went, oh, okay, and turned my Jeep back onto the highway, and I drove back to Forney, blow up Dulles, never achieving my goal, but I I still had the golf bag, (laughs) I knew she was at home waiting for me, but uh, I was sobering up, so that wasn't going to happen. And I can't commit to a bag of golf clubs. Okay, so that's all I got in me. Everybody, have a great day. And if it's not Wednesday morning, whatever day it is, have a great day. I mean it. I am projecting sunshine onto you. Positive vibes from the fat guy at Fat Guy Loves Cake. Remember, you can always send me a message. You can say hi. You can say, uh, I heard that you need sex. Here's some. You can say anything you want. You can tell me that I'm stupid and my stories suck. I don't care. At least I know you're listening. Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com is how you can contact me. All the shows are on Spotify. All the shows are on YouTube. All the shows are on iTunes. Get it while it's hot. Make contact with me because when I'm famous, I'm going to pretend like I don't know any of you. I'll see you guys back here in two days. Until then, give g- g- peace of ch- Give peace a chance, man. What <laughs> the fuck?